Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Bold Platform. Uh, my name's Adrian, and I created this uh, podcast back in February of 2019, so a few months ago now. The purpose of the podcast, um, I guess, is not only to break up the news, the traditional news cycle, which can sometimes be a little bit daunting, um, but and so I found that this could be a way to share some really good news stories about amazing women and girls around Australia that are doing really cool stuff and not many people know about them yet, um, but also as a way to help people who may be thinking about starting up a project or uh, a bit of a passion project or business um, to give them a few tips or ideas of how they might go about that. So thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. And thank you um, to Louise from Moody Activewear, who is joining us today on the podcast. So welcome, Louise. Hello, Adrian. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm very excited to um, to have you on the show and to allow people to understand a little bit more about Moody Activewear and how it came to be. So let's kick off um, and I'll get you to tell us all about it. Sure. No worries. Um, well, um, I guess it's a, a fairly long story, so I'll try and keep it as concise as possible. But um, Moody officially, um, Moody Activewear officially launched um, in terms of a website um, selling women's activewear. Um, I say activewear, it's a bit of a loose term because at the time it was just one pair of leggings mm-hmm. <laughs> at one style. Um, but it's going back a couple of years, I guess, from when the idea came about. Um, and I, I sort of share this a bit on my website, how I was um, heading off for a weekend with you know and my my husband and a couple of our friends and stuff and I just happened to be looking for leggings for that particular weekend we were heading off um camping and you know leggings are an essential no matter where you're going but um yeah and I just I was online I was looking I was like you know I like really high quality um typically quite expensive um women's leggings so I was I was thinking when I was looking sort of scrolling through various websites I was like this is like these are really pricey and you know for what they are and like the markup's got to be pretty significant and I've always been really fond of supporting brands like that have a bit of a give back or you know a bit of a social conscience so mm-hmm. big fan of sort of like thank you um you know um brands like who gives a crap the toilet paper guys and stuff and um, I worked for a a burger chain who had sort of a local matters initiative and I I just loved that there was you know just that next sort of level of um, providing something that people wanted and needed but Mm. had this sort of give back element so I was always a bit captured by that um, over the years since moving to Australia um, 11 years ago and um, yeah hadn't really came across anything like that you know back at home so yeah, then I um we went away that weekend and I just I decided I wasn't gonna buy leggings. I was like, I'm gonna research this further and look for a brand that really does something that's a bit more socially conscious and um couldn't find anything, went away that weekend, spoke to my friends about it whilst we were sipping over a few glasses of wine. <laughs> and um where all good ideas come to um to mind, of course. Yes. And um and I said to them, I was like, gosh, it's really weird that there's just kind of not that out there. And you know, particularly in sort of that activewear space where it is very much, you know, your um it's a bit of a like a feel-good kind of, I would say, sort of clothing category, you yes. know. Um, now, my background's in sort of human resources and recruitment, so I had, you know, never really dabbled in retail or apparel or anything like that. But, mm. yeah, so, and the carers were like, so why don't you do something about it? And 
you know, I was probably six to seven, possibly more glasses of wine in. So I was like, (laughs) yeah, very brave. So naturally I was like, yeah, that is actually a really good idea. So um, needless to say the next morning, they were like, so what about this activewear thing? And I was like, well, I can't back down now. So, um, so that's kind of how it started. And um, I, that was just, just, you know, I said, mulling it over with a couple of girlfriends. And, um, and then when I came back from that trip, I, I thought, oh, I kind of have to put my money where my mouth is and, and make something happen in this. And, um, and so the next logical thing really was to go and um, just sort of ask people who knew sort of a supply chain. So the company I was working at the time, I, I went to the supply guys and I was like, um, hey, you know the T-shirts we wear in, in the restaurant? I said, where do we get them? And they were like, oh, we'll tee up with the guy who supplies them. And so that kind of started the, kicked off the searching for a product because obviously you need a product sure. before anything else. Mm. Um, and, and that was really sort of the start of it then and it it took about two years to um from when that wonderful idea came to mind in that pub to um March last year on International Women's Day which was very very fitting um that and we decided or we I say we it's actually just me um (laughs) the royal we um and yeah and then I you know kind of went through all the the in that within that two years it was like designing a logo and um, getting a website created and and all the fun things that sort of go with starting a business. And I knew I wanted it to be online. I kind of didn't have a desire um, for it to be like a, a retail outlet or anything. I thought right. that's going to be too a bit too hard, yeah. um, especially to start with. Um, and then so the the concept, obviously, of the, the product and, and um, it being activewear was um, was one part of it. And, and then obviously the the donating 100% of the profits was just absolutely key from the minute I mentioned it that was what I wanted to do that's how I wanted the the business to be structured as a social enterprise that mm-hmm. sold a product made a profit and used that profit to do some good um and and again it was it just felt really natural for that to be um a supporting women's mental health um there's um it's you know it's pretty prevalent now there's there's all there's obviously I'm not a mental health expert I will preface with that but um but I think it's um really important that we're doing more to to sort of raise the awareness provide resources most importantly you know there's one thing talking about it it's actually like the action part as well so Mm. um so yeah that's where the sort of 100% profit model came from as well and um and you know again it just it felt very natural for activewear to go together you know that physical sort of element you know what you're doing in your activewear is making you feel good and hopefully you know from a physical perspective but also from a, a mental perspective as well that you know you're you're looking after your mental health just as much so well it's like that holistic kind of approach yeah. to women's health isn't it it's you know you can look amazing or, or what people think looks amazing on the outside but inside not so great or or you know to the the person walking on the street you might not look so great but inside your your mental health is perfect you're really happy you're really content you've got great relationships all of that it's like one without the other it it just doesn't work right yeah and again it just felt so right for those two to go sort of hand in hand yeah um and and yeah I'm really proud of that now because that's sort of um not only is it my point of difference in a in a market where activewear is you know it's 
like who doesn't wear activewear now right. it's like it's yeah. just it's a staple pretty much in everyone's um, mm-hmm. wardrobe which I love mm. um, and I, I you know I, and I love really good quality activewear and you know I admire so many of the brands out there and um, but I just wanted to create something that just had a little that was just that little bit different yeah. um and um and could make a difference as well so um so yeah it's been since March last year to until now it's been yeah. a, a roller oh look it was a roller coaster long before that but um, <laughs> it's certainly been a roller coaster since and um yeah. not just you know from I guess setting the business up and stuff but personally there's been a lot of things along the way um January last year my mum passed away and and she was always sort of my inspiration for for wanting to do something in that mental health space because Mm -hmm. um while she died from a a disease called Huntington's disease it's very much um how it's it's sort of manifested in mum over the years was her sort of um her mental health and and you know we were just so limited in resources that were available to support her and support us as a family. So, um, so yeah, it was, um, you know, when she passed away, unfortunately she never got to, um, to see the business, you know, and sort of come to life and stuff, but she was, she knew what I was doing and she was incredibly proud of it. So, um, you know, on my toughest days mm. <laughs> in this little tiny business of mine, um, I know I'm doing it for the right reasons, which is really nice. And, and for lots of other reasons, not just mom, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded by women, um, who on the outside just look like they've got it all together and, and then, you know, you'll hear that they're really struggling and it's, mm. you know, it's, um, if this is my tiny little bit that I can do to support them and, and give back to them and, and make, you know, the world a little tiny bit of a brighter place for them, then, you know, why not, why not do that? So. Oh, absolutely. Louise, I'm really sorry to, um, know that your mum is no longer with us, but what a beautiful way um, to honour, uh, I guess, the the struggle that she went through in terms of that now trying to make um, that struggle for other women better and 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 not as potentially harsh as what it what it had to be for your mum. Yeah, yeah, it is, and you know that's what kind of as I say, that's what keeps me going on the days yes. when it's when it's pretty tough, and you wonder why. As I am sure every person on this podcast will say, um, because anyone that goes into business, I have so much admiration for them. Whether it's a social enterprise, a you know, a whatever, if they just want to be millionaires, there mm-hmm. is it's such a it's such a, a bumpy road. But um, but what I knew was I wanted to do something that was within my sort of um skill set and mm. I say that like as if I knew what I was doing I, <laughs> <laughs> I really 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 didn't. <laughs> yeah I know who knew that sourcing leggings was going to be such a challenge but really is. yeah well let's talk a little bit more about that because you mentioned you went and saw the guys in the you know the supply chain and logistics yeah. team at, at the burger place where you worked where do we get our uniforms okay cool we'll hook you up with that guy what does that first email or phone call sound like? Like, hey, I want to get some leggings. Like, where do you even begin? I know. Look, it's um, Google is phenomenal. And so <laughs> I will say to anyone listening to this podcast that has an idea, just Google like a crazy cat. It's <laughs> mm. just so much information out there. Now, the other challenge is obviously on the flip side is that it's so overwhelming. So um, sure. I, I think I was really lucky because of the... Um, 
because it was always going to be a social enterprise, people were quite sort of captured by that. So people Mm. were very um, giving of their time and um, sort of like, you know, their, the, the time that they'd commit to sort of spending with me, advising me on what to do and, and helping me navigate certain things. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it just, I just basically went online, find a couple of suppliers, kind of knew which um, places I had to avoid based on, again, recommendations from people mm-hmm. who had a lot of experience in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and literally just went, I, I want a pair of leggings and look, I, I will, I think I'll share it in, in time. I'll share some of the sketches and stuff on like my social media and stuff. <laughs> when I show my friends them, they absolutely wet themselves. They're like, you sketched this vest, like the singlet or these leggings. And, you know, it's really amateur stuff. <laughs> But I got what I needed in the end. Like it took a while. I ordered, oh, I probably ordered, you know, anywhere between sort of 30 to 40, maybe 50 different samples of leggings until mm. I got I got a pair that I was pretty satisfied with. Um, and then from there, once you kind of have a little bit of an understanding, you can, you know, get a, a little bit of momentum. And I think momentum is key in any business. Yes. Um, and it's not easy because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you have to sort of really stay on track. But And when it's just you doing everything, yeah. like everything, it, it can be tough going. But, um, but yeah, so s- sourced leggings, find one that I was happy with kind of I would say a bit of a minimum viable product um in hindsight because I've you know now that I've got I've sort of added another pair of leggings like a full length and a little t-shirt and stuff like that to the range and you kind of learn from you know that you'll probably not go back to that you'll you'll try something different in the future and stuff but again I think if you're just really upfront about the fact that you're kind of winging it all the time and Mm. you're hoping for the best people are pretty pretty open to it to be honest yeah and people want to part with their money right totally that's that's what I find the most um I I guess surprising thing because I didn't like I was very very reluctant and to be honest it's really only the past couple of months where I've started to ask for more um of people because I I need the help I can't do it all myself I I probably should mention I'm eight months pregnant as well with my oh gosh so um so there's just been a bit on Mm. (laughs) so um so yeah it's been um it's been a a bit of a crazy year and a half but uh, but I'm super proud of where it's got to at this yeah and lucky you've got really comfy leggings to wear while you're pregnant right (laughs) absolutely and people are like have you got a maternity range and I'm like oh if only I had if only I had anticipated this is gonna happen um I would totally have like you know I've got a maternity range on the go but look this is a this this business is completely self-funded so it is a very much a slow and steady sort of um building and growing of, of the brand so and so over that two years while you were, um, you know, getting the samples and working on logos and really trying to hone in on what that first product that you would go to market was, were you still working at the time or yeah. you like, you were? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I have been working. I actually um, was working the entire time and, and will will likely go back to work after yes. the baby um, because, yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, the benefit of have of starting your own business obviously is that it's it's your kind of it's your freedom it's a little bit of creative freedom you've got that sort of flexibility but 
it's also a 100% profit give back. And I'm really passionate about that. So I don't pay myself out of the business. It's not at that point. I would love to think that in the not too distant future, Mm. um, I'm in a position to be making enough um, within the business that I can step out of, um, you know, the work that I do in, in sort of HR and recruitment and 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 commit entirely to to Moody. That's the dream, really. Um, and I structured the business so that will be a possibility. So with a social enterprise, obviously you, um, you know, you really run it quite commercially because mm-hmm. you want to you want to be savvy enough to go. You're not sort of relying on donations and so on. You're you're structuring it so that it's commercially viable. Um, and so that down the track, if I need to, you know, employ people or pay myself a wage mm-hmm. um, that I'll be able to do so. Um, and then I guess from a, a customer perspective, they have the comfort in knowing that, you know, because <laughs> people ask this all the time. So do you pay yourself? And I say no. And they're like, well, why do you bother starting a business if you can't be rich? And I'm like, well, you know, this is a bit corny, but I'm rich in lots of other ways. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, and I'm like, and look, eventually I would love to pay myself, but be, you know, take comfort knowing that I'm I'll never be a millionaire I'll never have a yacht I have to fully disclose all financials online every year so you know everybody can have an insight into what I'm being paid when the time comes yeah Uh, but we're not quite there (laughs) well I think that's a good point that you make it's like um you know you could have a nine-to-five job that ticks a whole bunch of boxes for you but there might be some boxes that it doesn't tick around you know if if a give back component or a social um impact is really high on your priorities of what you want to contribute on a week to week or a month to month basis. We can't always have a job that is going to tick all those boxes. Like the hours are good. The bosses are great. You know, the perks are good. It's, you know, it ticks all those boxes for us. So sometimes it's like, well, I'm going to do this because it actually helps me fuel or fund something else. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's, I'd love to say it's a passion project. It's it's way more than that, Moody. Totally. is way Way more more than than that that to me. Um, But, and I guess it, you know, there's in my career of, oh my God, I don't know how long um, I've been in sort of that recruitment space. Um, and I, I just, I don't find it particularly fulfilling anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, um, you know, I like the, I like elements of, of, you know, working for a business and contributing mm-hmm. and so on. But I knew, I was like, oh no, I really need something that's, that's bigger than this. That's mm-hmm. going to, that's going to allow me to try lots of different things. And, um, and yeah, really push myself because again, as anyone who wants to start a business or has started a business will know, you know, you have to, you have to dig really deep within yourself mm-hmm. to, to make it work. And mm-hmm. you need to be surrounded by a lot of people who believe in you more than you believe in yourself because it's, um, it's really tough. But in saying that, it's incredibly rewarding too. And, you know, like even things like it's really cute when like my dad will say, oh, I saw your post on Facebook and oh, look how many likes it got. And I'm like, oh, dad, seriously, you're going to make me cry. But, you know, I'm like, my nieces and nephews are obsessed with Moody. Like they just, um, they're kind of coming into their teens and they're, they're just, they're so like, they just love it. They love um, seeing how it all plays out. They love, you know, a couple of their friends have like a couple of my nieces and bought the leggings and stuff and they're mm. like oh my god that's my auntie's leggings oh. and it's really cute and like weirdly that's where I kind of get my kicks these days oh no you know what I, when I was reading your website and it said about your nieces and nephews I was like oh look I totally get it when I you know two of my nieces
nieces I know um, listen to the podcast and the first time that one of them mentioned that they listened to it and I was just like, I cried my heart out because oh, I, I bet so <laughs> proud. And I was just like, you know what? If this thing ends tomorrow, I, I've got all that I need. You know, yeah, like, it just, it's really so true. Really motivate you. Yeah, because it's like measuring success. You know, people totally. say, "What does success look like?" And you know, I, I, you know, in the since I've launched um, Moody, it's I've really tried to think about you know the kind of the moments that I've been most most proud. And mm. but it is, it's a bit of a um, you know. Sometimes I'll say, "Oh, you know, I'm nowhere near where I want to be," and then someone will say, "Yeah, but look what you've done already." And it is a bit like, well. Oh, God, yeah, I guess, you know, I have got this far and if it all wrapped up tomorrow, at least I I, I don't want it to, but you know, if it did, it's like, I still, I still sort of give it a crack and, Mm -hmm. um, and did something for the right reasons, you know, I wasn't sort of doing it for the wrong reasons. So that's, that's kind of like, yeah, but, um. Absolutely. And you know what? I think there's space in the world for people that, you know, will feel like on top of the world getting a yacht and will feel on top of the world when their niece is like, hey, my friend's got your leggings. This is so cool. That's my auntie. Like there's space for all of those people. And at different times in our life, different things will motivate us and and drive them. You know, one day the yacht might be the goal, but or the house or a car or a a shop front or whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's like whatever is motivating you at the moment and and working for you take that and use that, you know, you mentioned a really good point before around momentum. It's like just, you know, keep keep doing a little bit each day, you know, grab a Facebook page, buy the URL that you need, yep. set up an email, you know, outsource a, you know, get someone to do a logo on Fiverr or, or you know, in Canva or whatever it is that you need. It's just that momentum, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's it. And people are motivated by different things. And sure. um and for me, you know, I knew what my motivation was and that was that I wanted to create something that gave back. Like that, I know it's a bit, like it sounds a bit broad, a bit wishy-washy, but no, not that, was, that was for me. And, uh, you know, my husband and I had to financially um, fund this entirely ourselves, but mm-hmm. we wouldn't change it for the world. And, you know, and he's he's way more like sensible and than I am. I'm a bit more like, oh, let's give this a crack. And, you know, um, but he knew as soon as I started talking about it, that it was something that I, I was really, it was a bit of like a burning desire in me and that he needed yeah. to support it because it was either you know, it was not going to end well otherwise. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Come home so, from yeah. the, from the uh, camping trip yeah. <laughs> without a husband. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I think he still sort of, you know, has visions of a yacht down the, <laughs> down the track, whereas <laughs> that's never going to happen. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a little bit more around how you chose where you would, um, donate or or send the profit. So you've mentioned that the business model is such that 100% of the profits go to women's mental health. So was there certain um, organizations that you handpicked or um, does does it change on a regular basis in terms of where that money goes? The Royal Women's was somewhere I just had the most incredible experience in terms of the support that they provided. And, um, and so when I because I'm based in Melbourne, they felt like a really natural sort of, um, they've got a mental health clinic um, or a center. Mm. Um, And so when I started Moody, I knew that I wanted to be associated with something, with a, with uh, an organization like the Royal Women's that was fairly high profile in terms of people knew what it was. So they were familiar with where the donation would be. So it would resonate with them. Mm. Um, 
And so that was when I launched, I said, okay, any seals that are made, this is where, um, this is where the profits will go. Now, obviously the first, um, the first 12 months of business, I was under the impression that I wouldn't even turn a profit that I had to. I wasn't necessarily paying back any of the money to myself or my husband that we had invested, but I just simply didn't think I'd, I'd make that much, that many sales that it would justify a, um, a profit to be, to make a donation. So, um, so that was, to be honest, I was a bit of like, I know that sounds a bit wishy-washy when something means so much, but it was like, the Royal Women's really is something that means a lot to me. So I yeah. want to, Well, that's just a good choice as any. Yeah. And um, and then within a couple of months, because I'm Irish and whilst I've been here a really long time, Irish people are very, very well connected, whether they're in Australia or um, in Ireland and, and very supportive of one another. And what I very, very quickly realized is that majority of the sales that I was making um, were back in Ireland so you know yeah so I was making sort of you know 70 to 80 percent of my sales overseas yeah and so that came as a really big surprise but a really pleasant surprise because what it allowed me to do which is what I ultimately want um Moody to do um even more so down the track is that um I sort of spoke to a couple of like my advisors and stuff and said to them, um, look, I've, I've got this, but a bit of a pickle really, because I'm, I'm taking, I'm making sales in, um, Ireland, mm. but I'm taking the money back here and giving it to the Royal Women's, which just felt so wrong to me because mm. I was like, I know based on my experience with mum and, and so on back in, back in Ireland, that it is so under-resourced there probably more so than here in Australia. So I, I kind of very quickly reached out um, over Facebook and said, hey guys in, in Ireland, um, are there any really good sort of resources to support women's mental health? And um, um, what, uh, the one that sort of came back um, most often was a, a little organization in Belfast in the north of Ireland called um, GLOW. And it was, you know, Cara, the, the lady who started it up, it's, she's a bit of a she started up herself and, and it just was such a beautiful story. And she kind of creates these programs for young girls and women to really help them sort of build on, uh, on their um, confidence so that, um, it, you know, and, and really build their self-esteem and stuff. So what I then decided, and because again, my, my business model allowed me to, and um, I was able to kind of go, okay, so my donation model is going to change any sales that I make in Ireland, the, the donation can go there. Okay. And, I make in Australia they can go there and and that's that's where it's at right now I'd love I'd love to think that down the track that, that people could select their own sort of you know mm. organizations and stuff that's sort of the dream um you know no matter what country and if you need a purchase you can go hey I'd love to nominate this and and be able to do that but look you know we're less than a year and a half in so I'll not get too yeah. carried away um but yeah so I was able to um turned a bit of a profit last year and made a donation to the Royal Women's um, here in Australia and which was super proud, super, super proud moment and um, and also to glow back in, in Ireland, um, which was just incredible. And, yeah. and I do, um, now I have decided that I want to support Panda. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and again, a little bit maybe, <laughs> could you call it self-indulgent, but because I'm pregnant, um, I think it's so important, you know, the, and I'm just getting my eyes open to the world of, of pregnancy and motherhood and, and the challenges that you can face right that time emotionally. And mm. so that, that kind of resonates. So selfishly, I'm, I'm kind of just choosing them as I go, but eventually I'd like to think that I'll, I'll put it out to sort of the masses and say, okay, who needs this? And, yeah. and, and you know, the, the more, the smaller the organization and the more impact my, my tiny donation can make the better. So yeah. that's kind of oh, I don't think it's selfish at all because you know what, you're seeing that there's a need for that. And, and as you said before, if there's a way that you can get in there and help, and this is your way, then that's, that's amazing. And it's, and it's beautiful to be able to spread that, spread that around. Yeah, I know. I feel really lucky at the minute. <laughs> I feel like that that, um, novelty might be taken off in the not too distant future. (laughs) But will become more, um, you know, there's no doubt about it. People are, are definitely becoming more conscious of where their money's going and, yes. and, and, and what it's supporting and how they, um, how they want to spend it. And, and, you know, and they want, yeah. So I think people will be certainly kind of going, can I, can I, can you help this one or can you do this? Which I am so open to. I'm I'm excited for that day. And, you know, I'd love to think that it'll be like this. You buy leggings in like the Middle East and it'll support like a women's um, organization in the Middle East. I get really carried away. Oh, but you know what? That's that. I mean, that's the perks of working for yourself is because yeah, you get to choose yeah. the direction and your vision does become exactly how it, it can be in real life and not just an idea. You know, two years ago, sitting around a pub, you wouldn't have thought you'd be you know, selling tights and in another two years, it's like, well, they could be in the Middle East because before that, you never, you just don't know. Yeah, I know. And that's the beauty of it. And, you know, sure. some, some days I don't let myself get so carried away. I try and be a bit more present and just date them with the here and now. And then other days it's like, wow, what could this be, you know? Um, yeah. And, and that's really exciting because there's, you know, unfortunately, um, mental illness is not going anywhere. And um, I think we all need, um, you know, whether it's been diagnosed or not, I think we all need a bit of support, you know, emotionally and mm. with how with how things play out on, on, you know, all the social media that we have surrounding us now is as amazing as that is, it can be so detrimental as well. So yes. and that's not going away. So absolutely. Every little bit helps. Definitely. Um further to that around, you know, um having that support, what what do you do to make sure that you know, especially now that you're you know, at the latter end of your pregnancy, what do you do to make sure that you're kind of looking after yourself so that you can keep fronting up to your own business and contributing and pushing the business forward and keeping that momentum going? You know, this um, whole idea of self-care is so talked about now, but I think there's lots of stereotypes around um, self-care. And one thing I've definitely learned from the podcast so far is that self-care is such an individual thing. Like it's mm. not, it's not a one size fits all. And I'm, I'd be interested to know, you know, what have you found that works for you? Yeah. And look, self-care is, it, 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 I guess there is a little bit of like a buzzword type thing associated mm-hmm. with it, but you know, really it's, it's about time we started talking about it more and it's about time that we started to really acknowledge that you know not just as women as men like I've grown up with brothers and I you know sometimes I look at them and I'm like you need to take better care of yourself this is not just a thing for girls and women Mm. um but in my in my experience look I'm super super 
lucky. I have an incredibly supportive family. My husband is amazing. He's, as I say, we're quite different. He's very level-headed. He kind of keeps it real when I'm losing my mind um, <laughs> over stuff. And, you know, it's a, whilst it's a small business right now, there is a I, when you have to do every element of it, like I literally will mull over Instagram posts for two to three hours, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and he'll just be like, relax, look at all the other people out there that are doing it. And they're, you know, whatever, just, you can do this. So um, I think we need a really big cheer squad whenever you kind of get into this. And, um, but sometimes I just, I, for me, it's about like really knowing my triggers as well. So, mm-hmm. so interestingly, I um I started a job last year, and it it I knew sort of a couple of weeks in that it wasn't really for me. It was a bit of a, a poor decision, but one that I was making pretty quickly because I needed a new role and mm. um and a couple of months in it just wasn't working out and I could just I could feel my own mental health really start to mm. to be challenged and I and and but then it, it, from a values perspective I was like oh my gosh I'm like spouting off all this like I've got this business on the side that's supporting women's mental health yet I'm sitting here trying to like you know like literally breaking down on the tree and going into this job that I just knew was such a wrong fit for me and so um I made a really difficult decision back at the start of the year and I I quit that role and I was you know four and a half months pregnant so you know that's not easy to go to market and look for another role Mm. but um and I I took it really badly and um I literally lay and watch Netflix for two weeks I watched so many episodes of in the Virgin, it's like <laughs> recited. The Virgin, I could I could recite it word for word now. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that was like um, it was a bit of a turning point for me because it went. Mm. I can't believe I let myself get a point. Um, mm. But at the same time, now in hindsight, I'm so proud that I pulled the plug when I did, and that was because I had family going, "Don't do this. Like you deserve better than this." And and so that was one element to it. And um, like a really big part of my own self care is ironically as someone who's got an activewear business I'm not someone who goes to like the gym all the time mm-hmm. or whatever I tend to do things that I really enjoy like walking mm-hmm. um and if I can walk with a friend or something like that's even better because I just think oh is there anything better for like your own mental well-being than yes. getting out with a girlfriend and going for a power just walk around the therapy yeah <laughs> and you know just like totally letting loose so um so I love that and I love Pilates I haven't really done that since I've been pregnant because I was yeah. so sick at the beginning um but yeah I just I I get energy um from other people mm-hmm. and so if I just surround myself by the right people I feel like that's self-care for me um and I love podcasts they just kind of really <laughs> really get me going so um love listening to women in business and um, women entrepreneurs mm. like this is you know when when you reached out about about this podcast it was like um yeah it's definitely up there with one of my career moody career highlights so far <laughs> so thank you um but no, yeah thank I, you. I um yeah it's pretty simple things and I like to keep life pretty simple these days yeah so one thing um I guess that we haven't covered off um is around the actual products and I know this seems kind of counterintuitive to talk about it at the end but it's almost like it's kind of a byproduct of the rest of the conversation but I'd love to know a little bit more around the products that you've got and and kind of what you're excited about in terms of where the where the business is going 
Yeah. So um, as I said last year, I launched with sort of a three quarter leg, sort of black leggings slash mm-hmm. tights. Um, and um, then at when did I? So that was what sort of kicked things off because as much as I'd have loved to have gone to market with a full range, just financially, it was just not doable. And I kind of thought that's a pretty staple product. So we'll go with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then since then, I've been sampling lots of stuff. I really wanted to go like with like a sort of a sports bra and a singlet and mm. they're like you would think that when you're kind of, you know, if you're producing a legging, you'd be able to venture straight into like a bra and a singlet, but it's really hard. Like it's, it's actually way harder than I ever thought. And, you know, with every sample is more money spent and I have to be quite, uh, you know, I don't have like a lot of disposable money at all because I, you know, the, the purpose of my business is you know, doing it. So I'd rather do that mm. um, and then just get by um, with what I've got. Um, so I started with that, with the three-quarter length. And then um, I think it was earlier this year, um, I launched a full-length legging. um, And then a couple of months ago, a a, like a very basic sort of white tee that says moody on it as well so yeah it is it's pretty cute and look they're you know I'm I'm, I am a bit of a stickler for the the quality and um you know it hurts it hurts bad if someone sort of says oh my logo came off and I'm like hold on a minute what what did you wash it in are you sure you washed it properly Mm. (laughs) so um so yeah it's just you know all the things that become really really personal but look thankfully I haven't the feedback has been incredible Mm. um, and I need to just make sure that you know that's never compromised um and in the future obviously would love to grow the range and you know I'm already looking at um sort of other things that I can add I really want to sort of be known for the for really high quality leggings slash tights because I think that's you know women can be Come, you know, it's a bit of a, a bit of a uniform, you know. Totally. So you gotta, you gotta have a really, really good um, legging if you're gonna head out for a walk or to yoga mm. or whatever it is you do. And um, but I'd love to think that you know I'm competing with the with the big dogs <laughs> in a couple of years with like yeah. colors and patterns and mm. um, all different styles of tops and stuff. But um, but look, I think it'll be a more of a slow and steady approach for me, just because, as I say, the important part is that I'm not getting too bogged into, um, sort of, you know, selling product and not doing the the give back part because the purpose, yeah. yeah. But it, the the two do go hand in hand. So I have to, you know, that momentum word again. I have to keep the momentum up, um, and make sure that I'm fresh and relevant and and really high quality. Um, so that people want to buy it and, and tell their friends about it and mm. and then I can make more money and donate that. So Yeah. And that's exactly right. You mentioned before around people um, you know, making more of a buying purchase with not only their wallets, but also with their hearts as well. Mm. And I think more and more people, especially to the younger generations, are doing that. But and you know, you can go to a hundred stores and buy tights or a hundred online, you know, um, suppliers and buy tights. But if you've got the choice between spending X amount on tights and that's where it ends or X amount of, on tights and knowing that a portion of that goes to a really much needed service, then it's kind of a no brainer. Like that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> and because I personally am someone that likes to purchase from, you know, purchase from smaller business or businesses that do have that give back element, I'm like, it's a no brainer. Um, but you know, it's I think it's still a 
fairly, fairly new. I know Thank You brand, for example, have been around for quite a while and they're just amazing. Like I just bloody love those guys. But um, I think it's still a fairly new concept. And I know back in Ireland, it definitely is. People are like, you're crazy. I can't believe you would start a business and donate the profits. And, really? And, oh my God, yeah. Like, and, and there's a lot of very, very good people and they love it. They love the idea of it. But, you know, I'm not going to lie. My dad went why would you do that? Why, why, why would you not just like keep the money and, you know, buy a house? And I'm like, oh, dad, we're just on different wavelengths. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think as, as the years roll by this, you know, people are, are without a doubt becoming much more aware of where their product comes from mm. um, what's it supporting. Um, you know, they're probably prepared to pay a bit more, if there is a sort of a socially conscious element to it and stuff. And, you know, again, I've sort of very early days for Moody, but I'd love to think that, you know, not only can I create a product that is really high quality, but that is, you know, sourced um, and has all sort of the accreditations that are um, associated with sort of like recycling products and, and stuff. And, you know, so that you're not just, you know, I'm not just sorting or like addressing one social issue here that there's like multiple and so you know that's definitely very much on my radar as well Mm. in the future so um but you know it's early days so we'll get there watch this space yeah Yeah. (laughs) Louise if people want to jump on and learn a little bit more about your story and or purchase some products for themselves where's the best place that they can find you yeah so um I only sell online um at moody activewear so that's m-o-o-d-y activewear and mm-hmm. dot com um and obviously on the socials it's moody activewear on facebook and on instagram if they wanted to have a look at you know some of the products and some of the reviews and feedback and stuff and mm-hmm. um, it's all on there and get to know you a little bit more yeah there's a little about section there. <laughs> and as you can tell I love the chat so every post I put up on social media everything on my website I'm like oh I really need to stop talking so much. <laughs> I need to cut these things down people are going to be so bored but um I but totally yeah, disagree. can't help it <laughs> definitely need to keep talking because you know the work that you're doing and the um, support that you're providing both in Australia and Ireland is super important and super needed as you know you have personally experienced and no doubt you've seen people around you and your family and friends not just here but also back home in Ireland for you that you know as you said this 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 ongoing issue with people struggling with their mental wellness is not going away. So I think the more that we can talk about it, the better. So um, I think it's, it's super important. It's a really important conversation that you're starting and supporting. And yeah, I'm just really grateful that you've come on to the Bold platform to share um, more about that and to allow the listeners to know where, how they can support you and that, um, you know, there's some really great activewear options out there that have this really beautiful social um, element to them. Yeah. Thank you. And look, it is, um, you know, with any small business, any opportunity to sort of talk about it and raise um, the brand awareness is incredible. So I'm really grateful that you've had me on to tell my little story today. And, um, and yeah, I, you know, like every little bit helps. I think um, with every follower I see is sort of an opportunity to, you know, not just um, 
turn that into like a, a seal opportunity, but to mm. sort of raise awareness around women's mental health. And I don't like to preach about it too much because it's kind of not my area of expertise, but you don't need to be an expert to help other women. And, you know, I think as long as we're, we're listening to one another and, and, you know, supporting other women and it's like, you know, you can, you can do your little, your own little bit and, um, it, it, whatever way you're comfortable with and if that's buying a pair of leggings to support a another woman then then so be it and um it, this is a nice opportunity to do that it's kind of like buy something that you need but know that it's going to make someone you know it's going to benefit someone else down the track so like who wouldn't want to do that <laughs> absolutely thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today as louise mentioned you can learn more about um, moody activewear online at moodyactivewear.com so that's m-o-o-d-y activewear.com there's some really great products on there that you can have a look at and also learn more about um, louise's story and and how she came to be doing this beautiful work that she's doing today so please jump on there check it out check them out on social media and support them. Um, you know, whether it's for your own tights or t-shirts or whether it's for a friend that you might be buying something for, please do consider Moody, Moody Active Wear as, um, as somewhere that you'll do a little bit of online shopping next time you're looking for something for, for yourself. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Bold Platform. As always, we really appreciate your support. Um, if you're loving the podcast and um, the episodes that we've done so far, we'd love if you jumped on and rated the um, the show and maybe leave a review if you feel comfortable doing. That's a really great way for platforms like iTunes and Spotify to um, continue to share The Bold Platform with other listeners so that other people can find out about these amazing stories like Louise and our other guests and to learn more about the beautiful work that they're doing around our country. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Bold Platform and thank you so much, Louise, for coming on the show today. Mm-hmm.